Hey, Patriots fans, this is Poulin from View from the Cheap Seats. It's time to party and celebrate Tom Brady and the Patriots. Big East has everything you need to help celebrate, from jumbo grinders, cold-cut platters, snacks, seasoned chicken wings, cooked and uncooked, to fruit and veggie platters. Oh, and don't forget Tricko's Kielbasa and Sausage on the Grill. And to quench your thirst, you'll find a large selection of local beers. Wishing you and your fans a winning season. Go Patriots! What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into View from the Cheap Seats episode. Oh shit! What episode is it? Six, sixteen. I think it's sixteen. Six. Okay. Whatever it is. We know, Hi. We know. Yeah. Hi. What's, what's going on, guys? Not uh, much. We're back in the shrine. Yep. Uh, so the it's, uh, like it's, crap, so. it's it's Justin, as always, joined by Pops and AJ. Yeah, we don't have a fourth man in this week. Uh, everybody's working, and obviously with the Patriots playing on Thursday, it don't don't really matter. I mean, John might make some sort of. Appearance, yeah, but he's we're supposed waiting to, to watch be coming. the door open here, so yeah, but it's I not mean, looking like it right now. No, he said he's got to do laundry or something, but he'll be over after, okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, so what's going on, guys? Not much, man. Pretty exciting Thursday night. Was glad to see yeah, it. That was that was fun was to good game. that was fun to witness. Uh, yeah. I want to thank the GM for the Colts for saying the rivalry's back on. Um, unrivaled, I feel like <laughs> I feel like for there to be a rivalry, you have to win every now and again, um, and they don't. They don't at all. Well, Andrew Brady's Luck what, has never. Andrew Luck's, Andrew Luck's never beat the, never beat Tom Brady in the Patriots. Nope. It's never happened. So you can call it a rivalry all you want. You can get mad about the games, but it's not even like the games are close. No, it's always a fucking murder. Well, the it's third like quarter every was game. Close. Well, yeah, but we'll get into that. But uh, like, I just can't understand why he would. Why, you know, if you had a situation where it was like a like a four and six. You know, they won against the Patriots four times, six losses against yeah. the Pats. That's more of a rivalry. That makes sense. If you came out your and said something like that. Your team has not beat Tom Brady right. with Andrew Luck so as your out, starting quarterback ever. come out and make those accusations, it's like you've never won against them. If it was a close rivalry where you'd won some, you lost some, you won some, you lost some, I wouldn't even hold that against them. Uh, exactly. You know, I wouldn't even, 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 if, even if after they lost today, I still wouldn't hold it against them for saying it. But no. To come out and say... The rivalry's, the rivalry's back, back on. on. Dude, the, rival- the rivalry hasn't been on since Peyton left. Yep. It's as simple as that. Yep. Peyton was the reason there was a rivalry, because those teams would actually fucking battle each other. Battle it out. Oh, hey, Johnny! Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good, man. Good. Doing the show, man. Pull up a seat, bro. Cool. Up, yeah, I was just you, a little Good, pissed man. off in the beginning, though, because they were showing some of the games, and they made a big deal out of the deflate gate game. Yeah, yeah, It's like, look, you know, I mean, the whole first half, granted, they said the ball's running deflated, then when they inflated them to the right pressure, we killed them. So maybe they should. Yeah, have like even if you like, yeah, they gave up what like thirty four unanswered in the fucking. Yeah, whatever. maybe they should have left them undeflated here. Whatever. And then it pretty, might have been a fucking game. Might have been but, close. But anyway, but. let's uh, let's jump actually like into Thursday night's game instead of just like the hoopla surrounding it. Uh, Edelman's back, and Released I like it a lot. Squirrel. Definitely made our offense look like our fucking offense. Yep. Brady first play from fucking scrimmage, nine yards right up the gut to Edelman, and Not it only- was. 
It was like fucking nothing had changed. Yep. It was like Brady. Right back. Well, they asked Tom off. about like before the game, like you know, do you feel like there's going to be any issues with you know Julian coming back? He's like, dude, I've thrown balls to Edelman for years now. He's like, I don't expect there to be any sort of difference. You can rip that open, Johnny. You don't have to be quiet. Well, didn't I tell you in the beginning of the game that he was going to go to Edelman first pass, mm-hmm. and he went to Edelman the sure, first pass, right man. up the fucking gut, get right, right back up to the fucking gut, man. man. Yep. No, it was fucking. It was nice to see, and I mean, Jules ended the night with what seven for fifty-seven, mm-hmm. something like that. That's yeah, not, I mean, that's not the obviously the best night, but a lot of those were like third downs, yep. and Edelman's fucking open. Like that one that Brady threw, what was it, third and nine? He's and so Brady good got like fourteen first. yards, fucking right up the gut to he's, fucking yep, Edelman. He's so good at getting you the first. That's what you guys were missing, I think, in those last. Exactly. Games. Well, that's why all our drives were fucking sputtering out into fucking dick shit. Right. Was just because nobody could fucking get open, and the only person who can be open is Gronk. And I love Gronk, but we can't rely on him to break triple coverage every no. fucking time he has the ball. When he does, he does well. When he does, it's fucking hysterical. Right. Yeah, but it's but. just it's just one of those things where Edelman brings just that, I guess, ease. That ease to the offense where it's like, cool, we the can confidence. just kind of You're on a third relax. down, and you, you're confidence. pretty much guaranteed that first down. If, if I won't say guaranteed, down. but like 75, 75% of the time, oh, yeah. I can we'll live with. That first down. It's I can nice, live with 75% nice, of the time. It's a nice, easy sitting there going... All right, we're probably good. Mm-hmm. More than likely, we're good. Oh, because, for sure. You know, like they said, man, squirrel finds that open hole and he settles in there and just waits for the ball to get there. Finds his nut. I think. Yep. I think what I liked about this game, that that game too, what was that guy Fieri was there. Well, the fact. Flavor Town, USA, Gillette Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That was great. I like the fact yeah, okay. that, though you saw a lot of these guys that hadn't done a lot for the past couple of games. Sony Michelle is one of them. Uh, <sighs> I love Sony. I you know, love James, that kid. James White. We picked him up. up in our fantasy, so we have Sony yeah. Michelle. And, and no. Adam. I want. I, yeah, I think I, I think I might have posted this on Facebook that Sony Michelle ended the night with a touchdown, ninety-seven rushing yards, and a body count because he and, fucking killed that guy. Yeah. In the fucking. He knocked that guy out of the game. He knocked them out well, of the, the game. The list was adding up. There was well, at it was least like every six fucking players. play somebody on the Colts was fucking going six down. Players or it was something. Like every went play out. somebody was just like, oh, I'm done. I'm and done. I like I'm what done. I like about Sony Michelle is he gave you guys your first rushing touchdown of the season. Well, that was last week. Yeah, that was against Miami. That was the other game we didn't. Was that against Miami? That was against yeah. Miami. Yeah. Oh, this year was, was just added bonuses. Oh well, he got. Yep. He, I know he got one. He got one. On well, because he got one last week, and then so did James White. Right. Last week, they both got rushing touchdowns last week. But Sony Michelle, man, this kid runs fucking Either hard. And a lot of people can say like, you know, he doesn't get a lot of yards per run, and that's fine, and I can understand that. But, but the thing yards. is, but they, no, because I saw this. Teddy Bruschi tweeted this last week after the Dolphins game. They said that. Oh, my phone's about to fucking vibrate while we're doing the show. Um, <clears throat> Teddy Bruschi said that Sony Michelle had, I think he said like 67 yards after contact. Yeah. So it's not like he's just running the ball to get the first down. He's trying to get in the fucking end zone every single time he has the ball in his hands. And I'm telling you, that that touchdown he got, Sony Michelle got this past Thursday, where he got it and he ran. Yeah. Out shout out Heather for uh, spoiling that for me. Oh, I was streaming the game. I was four plays behind everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I see that Devin McCourty strip was awesome. He's like, I'm taking this ball from you, you fucking little asshole. This is my ball. This is my house. Fuck out of here. And then two plays later, Sony Michelle's in the end zone. But I text Heather. I'm like, yo, nice fucking fumble recovery or whatever the hell we're going to call that. And then she just sent back touchdown. And I was like, Heather, that's why I don't text you. Come on, man. Like, Like, if I'm here, awesome. But when I stream on Reddit, I'm three or four plays behind everybody. And we'll get more into that when it comes up about my favorite play of the entire evening. We'll get into that. Yeah, we not going to spoil it. Not going to say what it was. No. I'm sure everybody fucking knows what it was. And if you don't, you're dumb. But, but yeah, it was just like 
that touchdown, though, like, he also stiff-armed the shit out of that one guy. Yeah. He was just like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I think the thing I liked about that Sony Michelle touchdown, though, was when he went down... He went down the line like that, and it was just textbook perfect tiptoe. Oh, yeah. Right down yeah. the line. Yeah, he had like never six, seven once... inches between his foot and the fucking sideline. And line. it's like, yeah. never, I was saying, never once did it look like at any point, oh, his foot might have been out. No, he was like, he had like this much space, like you said, sure. six, seven inches of space. And he's just, he's just doing this the whole way down the line to the end zone. Yeah, yeah. no, and dude, it was awesome. Like hopped over the pylon a little bit and went, here I am. Dude, I, 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 yep. I, I it was really, a textbook touchdown. I'm, uh, another like reason I'm so glad, clean. like, I love that Sony Michelle's doing good because, A, we drafted him in the first round. A first-round draft pick working out for the Patriots is fucking rare. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, guys usually you got 13, Isaiah you know? Wynn, who, uh, it's not his fault. You know, Devlin fell into him and blew out his fucking knee. And that's shitty... And I hope he feels better, and I know he's going to come back next season, and he's going to be a fucking monster like he was projected to be. Yeah. Having said that, fuck Felger and Maz, mostly Maz, but also fuck Felger because he's on the same show with that fucking little, like, hot take douchebag goblin fucking Maserati saying, Sonny Michelle's a bum, and he blows, and he sucks. It's like, guy's got... Just about 200 yards in the last two games yes, and, like, two or rushed, three touchdowns. In the like, last two games two. before this one, he's rushed for over fucking 200, over 100 yards, and he was fucking close this week. suck it. And I see on Instagram, you got guys like Melvin Gordon hitting up Sony Michelle, being like, bro, you are the future. And when you have a guy like Melvin Gordon saying that, because Melvin Gordon's a fucking beast, we got something here. Well, and if this kid can stay healthy, man, we got something here. We got... Something potentially really fucking special here. What I like about him well, is when you got these veteran players coming out to this so-called rookie nobody, and he's starting to do good, and these veteran players, yeah. that means a lot. Especially not only to the plus guy. You guys, plus, it's not even just handoffs. You got Brady throwing screen passes to him, which means Tom trusts him yep. to fucking get the ball and get yardage. Instead of going to White all the time. Also, I want to talk about that one play. What was it? Third and, third and four on Thursday when that guy broke... Uh, I think it was Dorsett was blocking that guy, and he shed Dorsett, and he hit Edelman's shoulder, yeah. and Edelman still got the first down. Yep. He just, like, bounced off the guy and was like, nice try, dipshit. That was a little close to blocking the back, though, I thought. Whatever. It doesn't matter to but me. We'll Fucking, take it. He I got mean, the yardage. Yeah, he did. He got the first down, which mm-hmm. was great to see. I mean, the Patriots haven't really had, like, a <coughs> excuse me, a decent running back since, I don't know, like Curtis Martin or... Blunt. You know, way back then, or even Blunt. he was way back, or Craig James. I mean, a Blunt. pure. I know, but I'm saying like a pure running back. Blunt. But that, they're also using Devlin a lot more because the Patriots are like the only, only one of the teams in the NFL that actually use a two back set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've got Meatball in there, so I mean, he pretty much bangs the holes human, in there too. The human meatloaf. The human meatball. The human meatloaf. But yeah, they're like one of the only two or three teams in the NFL that actually use a two back set. No, it's awesome, man. I mean, it's I, I like Devlin. I like Devlin a lot. I'm glad we have a fullback where we can just be like, you just get behind the guy, one of the only, like, three guys wearing a neck pad still. Yep. Like, neck just, roll. just get behind that guy and just, you know, let him let him clear things out for you, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, Devlin likes to hit, too. So oh, he does. He, he likes to fucking people. He likes people. to put the shit out there on people. Also, now. I want to say uh, good good game to, to Dwight Allen or Dwayne Allen. He's, he's not a fucking receiving guy. But he made some blocks on Thursday that opened up a shitload of room for both James White and Sony Michelle. Yeah. So, you know, Dwayne Allen's not going to be a fucking guy like Gronk catching, you know, 10, 12 touchdowns a year. But after the week he had prior in Miami getting kind of beat up, he responded well on a 
fucking short week to come out and just bully fucking people. Yeah, I just, I mean, I know everybody's, like, excited about having Edelman back and, you, like, on the kickoffs and the punts and stuff, but I still like Patterson as, as a guy on the punts and the, and the kicks, man. Because, I mean, Edelman's so small, man. It's just... Yeah, but that's what Edelman came into the league doing. I know. I understand. And we that, also released but, Cyrus Jones. But Patterson is... Well, like they said, people... Now with Edelman back, there are a lot of people are going to have their playing time decrease now because, obviously, you're going to want to have Edelman in there more than... But at least you have a guy that you can rely on that still does stuff. I know you like Patterson and everything, but Yo, Edelman's... I don't know, man. I like Patterson on these gadget plays. Those, like, always mm-hmm. seem to work out when we give the ball to Patterson. There's, like, that one in the Miami game fucking last week where the guy, like... Had, like air quotes here, like tackled him for like a loss of six, and he still got the first out. He yep. was like, "Just get the fuck away from me, dude." He's definitely a gadget receiver. I oh, absolutely. He's that, not but... a fucking. He's not a number one receiver, but it's like nope. you know we run like the fucking touchdown he had this week. You just put you put Dorsett and you put Hogan in front of him. You motion him behind them, and then all you do is have Hogan and fucking Dorsett grab the fucking guys in front of them. Stop them entirely from fucking like getting off their blocks and just let Patterson put his head down and get in the end zone. And that was also a statement drive. The Patriots' first drive on Thursday night, man, right up their dicks. Like just that was methodical, straight man. Right up the fucking. Well, Brady field. was what nine for nine, nine seventy-eight for nine, yep. yards, man. Just right up the fucking field. Like it was nothing. Like it was. I mean, it is. Fuck this. It is nothing. The Colts are a trash franchise. But it was, like I said, it was a methodical drive, man. It just yeah, right just down the field. right up the fucking field, dude. Just march that shit. And then Tom gets a rushing touchdown, Tom too. Hey, hey Tom. Air, air, t- air Brady. Yeah, Air Brady. Air Goat. Good thing he reached, got, he got longer arms to reach over that end zone because yeah. that was close. So, so we were, you know, we've been talking about the Pats game, and he likes Patterson, and I gave you my favorite play. Justin, what was your favorite play of, of Sunday night? So oh, Thursday night, I'm sorry. I know that none of the people listening, unless it's a well, unless it's like the people that were here last week, didn't hear me just kind of screaming this man's name on repeat. Um, but AJ, who caught Tom Brady's 500th career touchdown pass on Thursday night? I'm pretty sure it was. Yep. My fucking boy, Josh Gordon. Yep. Let's go, dude. Double coverage. Brady had an hour to throw that ball. And what does Josh Gordon do? Comes back. Goes up and fucking gets it. Yep. Came back between two defenders. Gets it in double coverage. And I saw somebody, and AJ saw this shit too. Somebody showed a video of Josh Gordon between two defenders and fucking at home against Indy and Randy Moss against two defenders at home against Miami. And it was the same fucking play. And Josh Gordon... After this, I don't know if how loud you guys were listening. I was listening to my headphones on. I had my, my fucking my Xbox headset on. Yeah, yeah. My Xbox headset's very nice. Very expensive headset. Very good sound quality. Brady ran over to Josh Gordon, and Josh Gordon literally just says, I love you, bro. And Brady says, what a catch. Yep. They're building chemistry, and if this continues, look the fuck. Fuck out! Could be a Look the fuck out! Could be a twenty-five touchdown I, season. I'm just look the fuck out, Gordon, man. I'm telling you, I think what I liked about that play so much is you watch him, and you have a defender here, you have a defender here on his left and right. He literally just runs right into the middle of him and goes, "No, that's thanks, mine. guys. That's, that's mine. my ball. Thank you, no, though. Thank you. Yeah, because if you look- also textbook Gronk spike. Yep. Textbook oh, yeah, textbook Gronk spike. His celebration. Well, it was a long, perfectly executed, long developing play. Because when you look at it, because Josh Gordon, well, I think he was supposed out, to do like a slant route to the left. 
And then when he was in, when Tom, when Brady was standing back there scrambling, he started working his way yep. back towards the well, right they, side of the the end zone. They, there. they asked him about that play in his post game press conference, and they were like, "So can you take us through that touchdown?" He was like, "Yeah, you know, it was like a slant play." And he's like, "But then I saw Tom still back there," and he's like, "And he's like, when that happens, he's like, it kind of turns into like Sandlot. Try to get open. Well, he's just like, it turns into like Sandlot football, just kind of." you know, go the opposite direction of where you were going. And he's like, I was going across the field. So he's like, so I went up the field. And when he's like, when I looked back, he's like, me and Tom locked eyes. And Tom put that ball up. And he's like, and I just, he's like, I had to get it. Well, he was actually waving to Hogan across the back end zone line. Yeah. He was waving him to go left across the end zone line. But I'm so glad Hogan didn't there. catch that because my boy, you know what? I'm going to raise one up to Josh Gordon. Yep. To Josh Congrats, Gordon. man, on your first one as a Patriot. And uh, here's to fucking many more. And yeah, f- congrats, Tommy. Five hundred touchdown passes in your career, dude. That's just fucking. That's just yep. dumb. And who You're did he send it to? There now, huh? Who did he send it to? Oh, it's Josh Gordon. <laughs> who it was? I wasn't sure. I didn't see. Also, I showed AJ this picture earlier before you came downstairs. Tom Brady has more passing touchdowns than four NFL franchises, including the Texans, the Panthers, and the Ravens. I don't remember the, the fourth one. In the Jaguars, Brady has more touchdown passes than four NFL teams. Yeah, but I thought they were talking about Flacco was supposed to be uh, whatever. But I want to say James White, man, <laughs> he's fourth in the league for catches this year right now. And I'm so glad I have so, him on my fantasy team. Yeah, whatever. I, James White, James I knew this White, was going to happen. Rick. I knew this was going to yeah. happen. But he's like fourth in the league with like 35. and then Doesn't surprise me, man. James White is Mr. Fucking Reliable. Yeah. James White is Mr. Fucking Reliable. Yep. I love that guy. I love that guy. That guy can turn nothing into something. Like, yep. like the fucking Russian touchdown he had against Miami. Runs into the entire fucking defense and then just jukes to the left, runs fucking touchdown. Yeah, we didn't even do over to Miami. We didn't even do a game, a thing on a Miami game, man. What do you mean? We did the entire episode last week on Miami. Before I did the not. Game, yeah. No, it was after the game. Yeah. It was after the game. We were after the game. We were outside. Yeah. And I, I screamed know, I had... Josh Gordon off 500 yeah, yards against the Colts. Here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we did the entire show on fucking Miami that last was week. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Thursday night. Plus, we got another late nighter coming up here. Um, this schedule just kind of blows sick here lately, of these man. fucking games, dude. I'm sick of having to watch these games in Connecticut, not with everybody. I'm literally watching these games. Although this week, gonna be a little different. And I don't know if any of our listeners care to meet me and at Pat's Cap at Chicago Sam's Sunday night. We're going to be watching the Chiefs game from Chicago Sam's cool. in Infield. Enfield, Connecticut, if you care to come and hang out and get a couple drinks. He said he reserved the table for eight people, and it's only the two of us. So if anybody, any other fucking Pats fans in the area care to come down, watch fucking the game till halftime or something, because that's what I'm doing because I got work early as fuck Monday. But if y'all want to come down to Chicago Sam's and Enfield, get a couple drinks, get some wings or some shit, come watch some football, we'll be there. Maybe we'll do a candid interview with somebody, who knows? Pats Cap is one of the most intelligent football minds I've ever met in my life. Oh, yeah. It's just I'm looking over the schedule here, and it's what? We had the 820 Colts. We got 820 Kansas City. Finally, we get a 1 o'clock game against the Bears. Then it's 815. Then it's 820. It's like, my God, Also, man. All these late-nighters all the way in a row here. And then I mean, And why a late-night with Buffalo? Green Bay, I can understand. But Buffalo, and, and then Are finally, we home against Buffalo? Uh, no, we're at Buffalo. Oh, even better. Yep. At 815. Then oh, we're God. home against Green Bay. Yeah, and I'm then sure Josh Allen or Nathan Peterman is going to really carve up the deep. I can't get that. And then we're at Mikey Vrabel's team, Tennessee, at 1 o'clock on, the, that could on November 11th. That could actually be a decent game. Yeah, because they're yeah. actually doing pretty well. The Titans are doing well. Yeah, and so then we get our bye week. Tears his fucking so why are you having decent games at 1 o'clock, but then you're playing the Bills at their stadium at fucking 8 o'clock at night? 
eat something at night. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you that one there. Yeah, let's pick a game for the thing we just talked about. Hold on. I will say, though, you're talking about Pat's cap. Uh, anybody that does go and meet him, he has the coolest, most contagious, most Those heartwarming laugh, laugh I've ever. ever heard in my life, and I so much appreciate it. Yeah. I had well, to put that in there because it's just amazing. It is good. Just, just be uh, ready for it. The <laughs> 1 o'clock game is at Tennessee, then a bye week, then the next 1 o'clock game is at the Jets, and then 425 yeah! at Minnesota, and then a 1 o'clock at Miami, 425 at Pittsburgh. When's our next 1 o'clock home game? Ay, ay, ay. Uh, shit. Uh, December 23rd against Buffalo. Wow. You guys want to do what I talked about? And then we have December 30th against the Jets at Well, I guess we'll announce that then. We should be able to do that by the 23rd of December. Absolutely. Why not? It's two months from now. Why not? Because, yeah, the next, like I said, the next 1 o'clock home game for us, like I said, will be... All right, well, cool. So December 23rd? December 23rd. All right, so I guess I'll put this out here. What if they go to flex time? Why would they flex a fucking Buffalo Bills game? Because it's the Patriots. The Bills, do you really think the Bills are going to have some sort of like push to make no, some sort of playoff No, but thing? I'm saying because the Patriots, they're I don't not going to we'll see. I don't think they're going to do that, but... Maybe the Jets game they might flex, but... Maybe, but oh. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, so December 23rd, I guess we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll talk more about it, and we'll get back to you on the... No, we'll just. I'm just going to announce it. We'll be at Gillette Stadium. We'll be tailgating. And uh, we'll be interviewing fans and doing some Pats trivia and giving away some of our shirts. I think that'd be a fun little field trip for everybody. I mean, you know, we do the show here, but with doing it on a phone, we can take the fucking podcast wherever we want. By then we can make shit happen. That'll happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, you know, one o'clock game, get up there. What is it? They open three hours before the stadium. Yeah, the parking lot. Yeah. So that means they open up at what? Ten? 10 o'clock, they'll be open. The parking lot will be open. So, you know, leave here at fucking 7, 30, 8 o'clock, get stuck in a little bit of traffic. Set up a table, do some trivia, give away some shirts, fucking hang out with some Pats fans. And then we can head out after that and and still get home and be able to watch the rest of the game. Yeah, probably get, what do you think? Third quarter. Probably halftime, third quarter. Yeah, maybe halftime, beginning of third quarter. Yeah, yeah. Because there should be no traffic getting out of there. Especially if we're leaving at like, especially if we're leaving like when the game starts. Yeah, so we should be leaving by an hour and 45 minutes. Everybody's going to be still trying to get to fucking Gillette. We're going to be leaving. Yeah, we should be home by 3 o'clock, which is just about halftime. Yeah, that's fucking, that's nothing. That's not a problem. But yeah, we can do that um but yeah going back to that game uh you guys want to discuss the third quarter while i go to the bathroom because that was not oh my god you mean the sleep fest yeah fucking what oh my the god, hell man. happened it, what happened i don't know man they were talking about how andrew luck got hot and everything else but i don't know man the Patriots know just really like they hot. went to sleep he just kind of you can't get hot with a neck beard as he looks at aj hey whatever hey whatever man that's what it is don't be picking on aj um no, it just, it was like, they kind of let him have that shit. And it's like, again, it's like these, I guess what I don't like is these garbage touchdowns. And a lot, I mean, some of them you were know, it's that, just, those drives. Know. But it's yeah. like the defense was like way out of way out of position that whole third quarter. And then finally the fourth quarter, they started clamping down again. I mean, us giving up the ball twice in the third quarter didn't help either. That Hogan interception and then Grunk. I mean, they weren't sure if it was going to be a fumble. Then it was, it was an interception, then it was a fumble, then it was back to be an interception, which didn't look good for Tom. But that Hogan one, he should have had that right through his hands. And it's like we let them get back in this game. I mean, we really did. But the fourth quarter, we kind of clamped down on him again mm-hmm. and, and just took it to him, which was great to see, man. I was so happy about that. Putting up that another, what, 20, 14 points here, and actually 21 points in a matter of three minutes and something. It was good to see him come back alive again. But Oh, yeah. 
Oh, AJ's getting ready for the uh, Jets game. I got to get ready for the Jets game here, folks. In about seven minutes, the Jets are They're coming They're playing the Broncos, on. and I got to tell you, I want to fucking win this week. I'm so sick and fucking tired of losing. Yeah. The state of the Jets we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I grew up just... losing. I know. Shit. <laughs> but, yeah, they, the two turnovers that we had in the third quarter didn't help us either, man, because that helped get the Colts back in this game, especially, like they said, that was the, the one with Gronk. That was a 14-point swing because we were driving for the, for the end zone on that. Mm-hmm. If Gronk would have had that, it would have been first and goal. And it was, like I said, it was a 14-point swing because the Colts took the ball and drove down and scored a touchdown. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. But, but then, like I said, man, the Patriots came roaring back to life in the fourth quarter and really <laughs> started dropping some points on them. But, yeah, I, I was really worried. It was like a two-minute section where it was like Josh Gordon touchdown and then it was fucking the – who else got the other touchdown? It was like the Josh Gordon touchdown. Sony Michelle. Yeah, and then and fucking, the yeah, and then like fucking there, like three minutes later, yep. fucking Sony Michelle's in the end zone. It's like, yep. all right, well, fucking, that there goes that. See, man. No, for sure, for sure. But it just, it was getting a little scary there at points. In the third where... quarter, man, I'm sitting there on my couch like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? We weren't doing anything. That's the problem. And then, like I said, Even turning, him and I were over, nervous watching the turning game, it over like... twice, I don't, I don't think I was nervous. It was just like pure yeah. anger. It was like, why, how are you going to turn into this defense after having the night you've had so far. Mm-hmm. Also, that sack by Andrew Luck, where, like, the entire defense sacked oh, him. Flowers and who and else? Chung. Chung, yeah. There they was, like, three of them. buried him. Like, no one. And the Bora. thing is, if you watch that clip, there were four players that had a chance to block Chung. And nobody And none him. of them did. And they just buried Andrew Luck mm-hmm. on that play. Well, AJ wanted him to get hurt. What was it? Paper skin and... Glass he's got paper bones. skin and glass bones. Yeah. Yep. He's a bum. He's yeah, a bum. He's always been a bum. He's always going to be a bum. SpongeBob reference, exactly. Man. Fuck Andrew Luck. He's a bum. Now he's a bum. Well, like I said, I mean, he can get that team up and moving, but I, guess. I just don't they think they – I just don't when think that they break, have enough talent break his, right now. When he doesn't break his anything or, you know, have he a doesn't paper wake up and boo-boo. break his arms. Yeah. Go to bed and break his legs. Yeah. Well, it didn't help it. You know, we started knocking him out of the game. That's how he said it, right? Glass bones. But then we started knocking them guys out of the game. Seemed like every play. It was like every play. Yeah, like every play. Somebody on the Colts was done for the day. Either an offensive line, a defense, or this and that. Man, it was just we just started hitting these guys hard. I I felt bad at first, but like towards the end of the game, it got comical. It's like they went into that game. I think someone said they went into that game with forty-seven players on their roster and left with like forty-two. Well, they already had like who you got left, bro. They already had like four or five people on injury. T.Y. Hilton, Hilton didn't was play. Out. Doyle didn't play. didn't play. Doyle didn't play. I mean, they they didn't they couldn't afford any more injuries, man. They're already thin at some spots. I think thin is like a light term. Like they're annihilated, like as a team injury wise. Like, and then I heard they also didn't even practice for the Patriots game. They did walkthroughs. Yeah, that's what AJ told Short me. Short week, they didn't even do you do anything. walkthroughs, and half your team's missing. You're not going <laughs> to practice, bro. Because the rivalry was back on. Dude. Bro, the rivalry is so back. They didn't have to practice. Dude. Next time, the Patriots will only win by 65. Yeah. Rivalry's back. <laughs> yeah, the rivalry's fucking back idiots. to beating their ass again. Fucking yeah, but I think it was just a combination. It was it was him fucking running his mouth. Fucking what's his nuts there? Running his mouth about the rivalry being back. Yeah, you know what I like about running And then running them not mouth? practicing. It's like, you know why, what I you, why would you not practice? They're dumb. But you know what I like? was Edelman running his mouth. It was like every play. On Thursday. Oh, if you watched Edelman, every play, someone up, get in his fucking face, and Edelman would just be like, dude, 
I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like, I'll fucking kill you, bro. It was like every play, dude, Edelman's fucking shoving people or fucking hitting everybody's shoulders and shit. I'm like, Damn. Jules is back. Well, did you, um, not to change the subject here, but I'm going to anyway. But Go for it, man. Did you see Hashtag the thing, segue. Did you see the thing on Friday night um, about Willie McGinnis football life? I, uh, I was going to watch it, but Hope and I were out uh, doing corn well, mazes, and right I was after getting that, drunk in a corn maze, which right, was fucking sick. Right after that, they had Rodney Harrison of Football Life. I've seen his. Dude, that guy, he was a freaking headhunter, man. Oh, Rodney Harrison? He was, Dude, he's that's brutal. Why, that's why they changed some of these rules. Because, because Rodney Harrison was targeting. trying to kill people. Well, he, he even said, he said he wants to hurt people. Not bad enough, because he knows they got a family to support and kids. But every time they come across the middle, he wanted to hurt somebody and let them know that that's his yard. Yeah. And, I mean, some of those shots that he was throwing, man, I mean, he's leaving his feet and just drilling these yeah. people off their shoes, man. Absolutely. But, but like, Rodney Harrison was the fucking man, and I love that well, guy. Well, they said he, he was, what, named the dirtiest player three years in a row or something. Who gives a shit? But, that guy was awesome. But Belichick, they did a thing about, they asked him about how he felt about Rodney Harrison when they when the Chargers got rid of him and said he couldn't run anymore and... Bill Belichick said he was glad to have a man that Rodney Harrison was actually well, a dude, real football the, um, player, man. Uh, there's the uh, the America's Game documentary for one of the years the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Rodney Harrison was one of the guys they talked to during that. And after they won the Super I don't know who it was against. It might have been the – I think it was the Panthers. The Panthers. We broke yeah. his arm. Yeah, it was the Panthers. Yeah, but he, he – Twice the, first, the same He game. went up to Bill Belichick. And it was the first person that Belichick hugged after they won that game, and he he literally just reeled back and he said, "Thank you for believing in me." And then and that's Belichick that right said, there. And he we're said, glad he said to have "Exactly, you. we're glad we're to glad have glad to you. have you." But he broke his arm twice in the same game. Well, he broke it in one play, he and then broke he double it, and he broke tried it to get on the next he tried to get play. somebody to come in and sub for him, and they couldn't get the sub. And he went and made the next play, and, and he made like the tackle shattered, and shattered his, his, his arm even more. And they, Although what they, they wanted did, to take him into the to bat into the. Um, into the locker, the locker room. room. And he said he wasn't going no, no, to no, watch no. the game. No, he said that he went into the locker room and he's screaming, get me a TV, get me a fucking TV, and no one would. So they were looking at his x-ray results, and he literally wrapped his own arm and said, fuck this, and he walked and he back walked out, out to the sideline. That's yeah. commitment. Like, well, because they were, winning the, they were going to win the Super Bowl. Well, they, we didn't know yeah, it. Yeah, he was time, like, he's but... like, no one wanted to get him a fucking TV. He's like, all right, fuck you guys then. He literally just put his arm in a sling and fucking walked back out to the field. Like that's some baller shit right there. That's some hardcore shit. How was how was your uh, your review of the, the McGinnis one though? I know we're talking about that was awesome. Man. Yeah, I missed it. Go ahead, man. I'm telling you, Willie, man, he went through a lot of shit to get to where he was. He could have made some definitely bad life choices back living where he lived, and um, he lived in South Long Beach. And is that Compton or something? It's it was just as bad. It was it okay. was a pretty bad neighborhood. A lot of the people he knew were killed and I don't and know shit about California. Took, took the drug like... route. And Cocaine he and managed to he he got into some fights in school, but he managed to get, to get farther on. And then he went to obviously he went to USC. And what then, was that thing he does now where he coaches? Uh, yeah, he coaches this uh, this little uh, football league called the uh, South Beach Patriots, and they actually have the Patriot logo on their helmet, and their uniforms almost look the same. Well, they probably and, gave him permission because it's Willie fucking McGinnis. Well, yeah. And they talked about... You're not going to be like, no, Willie, you can't. You're like, dude, God, I don't care. Well, the best part that I saw was Jerry Jones was, like, building it up to get Willie in the first round. He was going to take him with the fifth pick. They had already talked to him. Willie was expecting to become a, a cowboy. And then all of a sudden, when Tagliabue got up there and said with the fourth pick, the Patri New England Patriots pick Willie McGinnis, all they see is Jerry Jones, and all of a sudden his head goes down on the table. What, what? Like he was crying. What, what, and, fucker? Um, Bob Kraft and everybody welcomed him to the organization. And even now, 
They, well, he's free to come to the well, stadium Kraft, whenever he wants. Bob Kraft says that he refers to Willie as his firstborn. Yep. Because he was the first draft pick he made as the owner of the Patriots. Was Willie oh, I didn't guess. know that. Yeah, and well, then, it was the first draft pick the Patriots ever made with Bob Kraft as the owner. So, like, if you watch, um, you can go on YouTube and watch Willie McGinnis' um, Patriots Hall of Fame induction. Mm-hmm. And that's what Bob Kraft calls him. He says he's my, like, something, something firstborn. Yep. He was the first pick the Patriots ever made with him as their leader. Well, they okay. showed that, but they went into the whole. Pick, Willie's the shit. They went into the whole contract thing where this really crushed me when it happened. When he went to Cleveland. Because they were going to throw gobs of money at him, and the Patriots just couldn't afford to pay him. But the day that he was inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame, he signed a one-day contract. Yeah. And that's what he said he wanted. The most he wanted to do was to retire as a Patriot. So he, he signed should've. that one-day contract. And he leans over to Mr. Kraft, and he goes, how much? And then they both laughed about it. And he signed the contract to become a Patriot for one day. Yeah, I remember I went over your house when you were living in that yep. fucking apartment. And... You didn't watch, like, any of it. I had to keep yelling at you to fucking pay attention. Yeah, well, I was busy doing stuff. But, yeah, he put we on a Patriot cooking. jersey, so and, then pizza, put on, and then he put on that red Patriot so fucking Hall of Fame jersey. So did they pay him anything for that one-day contract? No, no, no but no. he retired it's, as a it's, Patriot. It's a metaphorical kind yep. of thing. So it's like, it's like Will Fork did the same thing. It's like after, signing a piece of paper. After, yep. uh, yeah, it's like after Will Fork... Because he stood right there and signed Well, it's like what Will Fork did. After Will Fork left the fucking Texans, he came back to the Patriots, signed a one-day contract, and that was it. To retire yeah. as a Patriot exactly. instead of as a Cleveland Also, did bro. you guys see the uh, the pregame shit with Woolfork? Where they went to the hall? Oh, yeah. With um, the McCordy twins and yep. Woolfork? Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm a human encyclopedia of football. It's like, I'm I love human this fucking guy. I fucking love Woolfork, man. Yeah, they were making a I joke fucking about love it him, man. I just want to... That's a guy I would like either for us to have on the show or us to, like, have on the show in person, like, at some bar out near Boston or, or something. Hey, Just hang mind. out with Wolf Be with him while episode. he's doing his cooking. His yeah, or that. Like, have some of fucking Wolf Fork smoke ribs. Yep. I love I love the pictures he has, like, on his Twitter and stuff like that, of him in a fucking set of blue overalls. Yep. No shirt. You can see He showed up to nips, camp. Dude. He showed up to camp, the Texans camp, wearing that. Yep. Good. Overalls and cowboy boots. Good. And, the, and but just, his retirement video was the best retirement video I've ever seen from any player ever. You ever seen his retirement video, AJ? Huh? You ever no. seen... Dude, he's like... He's, like, cooking meats, and he was just, like, he's, like, yeah, I'll be back. He's, like, not on that field, though. And he's just, like, cooking fucking ribs and, like, dancing and shit. I love and it. it. was actually, he, uh, it was him announcing, um, he was having, like, a party at Gillette Stadium for fans yep. in the parking lot. He was just going to fucking. The season opener, his, yeah. Well, who's, who's the, the fucking grilling company that he's sponsored by? Something Furred? Oh, Kingsford. 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 Yeah, I couldn't fucking remember. Kingsford it. Charcoal. Yeah, Kingsford, yeah, Kingsford charcoal. yeah, he's sponsored by Kingsford Charcoal. Yep. That's the only charcoal he uses in his smokers. And he hosted this huge fucking party. He said Kingsford was going to be there. They were going to have smokers and grills. And also, and there, he was oh, yeah, just going to cook for fucking everybody. And that was his, like, retirement party. Yep. At Gillette Stadium, I remember that. I would have loved to have fucking the opening been game. there, man. Yep. I would have loved to have fucking been there, dude. Yeah, and what did we name him? Meat, meat hook. hook. Meat hook. And he man. was a meat hook, man. I love that he bastard. He was a big boy. I love that son of a bitch, man. I had so much respect for Wolf Fork, dude. Just like consummate bro. Well, there's like, been, I love that There's dude. been a lot of great players that have come through the Patriot organization. But Wolf Fork's definitely a standout. You know? I mean, and, uh, I you know what's gonna, no, when he gets inducted, we're going. I'm just saying. When he gets inducted to the Patriots Hall of Fame, we're going. Because I fucking, I missed Brewskis. Yep. I missed fucking McGinnis. Tyler, I mean, wasn't, congrats Matt Light, but I'm not going to your fucking induction ceremony, yeah. dude. I, as, as good of a player you were. Troy Brown. I don't really care. Like, I miss, yeah, like, I would have loved to have gone to fucking Kevin Falks too. Yep. You know, but it's like next, next big name Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We're going. We're absolutely going. Yeah. Because it's probably going to be fucking either like Will Fork or 
fucking Rodney Harrison or some shit, and it's guys I want to see. Yeah, because all the other ones are already there, you know, like Willie and Yeah, Ty you know, Law Willie, Brewski, fucking Ty Law, Troy Brown, all those guys are already there. Andre Tippett, they're already in there. Yeah, my boy Andre, man. Like I said, the Patriots have had a lot of great, not just great players, but great people come through that organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, like, Mosey Tatupu, man. That's going way back, Look at fucking Matt people. Slater. But He's yeah. another fucking guy who's just, like, he cares about the fans yep. and, and, and all this other shit. But there was a lot of great people that came through that organization. Plus, they learned, because of the Patriots being such a great friendly organization with Bob Kraft and mm. I mean I know people that talk about Belichick being such a dick and but it's He's like just yeah a dick to the media because he fucking hates them all. he hates them because he, well, he hates Charlie question. Casserly because I was I was listening to WEI the other day on my way to work and they were playing this clip of Charlie Casserly talking about ways to beat the Patriots he didn't mention a single way to beat the Patriots he just mentioned like Josh Gordon's getting better Edelman's getting better. Also, it's like he never mentioned how to beat the Patriots. And then they played this clip of Bill Belichick saying, no one's ever been wrong more than Charlie Casserly. <laughs> and it's like, get fucking wrecked. Like, yeah, he does hate well, the media, Well, was intentional man. grounding, but that's fine. He hates the media, man, because they ask him such dumb questions. Sorry. Like the, on to Cincinnati, man. How many times do they keep asking him them dumb questions? And then finally he just said, how many times did he say on to Cincinnati? Oh, no, it wasn't. It's like... Ugh. I mean, dude, you, you gotta, you know, he's he doesn't care. He just wants to talk about football. He yep. doesn't want to talk about off-field bullshit or any of that. He just wants to talk about the fucking game that's coming up, and that's it. And go over the game that was played. About anything else. To answer the, the, the few minutes that he has to and do And everybody's like, media. oh, he's a dick to the media. It's like, maybe stop asking him dumb fucking questions, and he'll be more likely to give you a legitimate fucking answer. Not well, stupid fucking shit. Call him what you want, but he's what second on the list right now for all time wins. That seems low. Only behind, well, <laughs> only behind Don Shula. And Don Shula is he's like I think. He's also, like, congrats, Bob Kraft, on your three hundredth win as an owner. First, uh, fastest to three hundred for any owner. Yep. All right. So there you Good go. Man, there you go, Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Well, like I said, I know you're not listening to this, but hopefully when we do come to our podcast down for the game there, you come seek us out in the parking lot here. That'd be sweet. Because I know you like walking the parking lot. Either him or fucking Fitzy, man. I want to get Fitzy on this shit. We'll try to find, hopefully you'll come find us down there. Maybe I'll talk to my buddy Joe and let him know, let Bob know that we're going to be there. So maybe he can come hook up with us at the game. Yeah. Get one of our free shirts here anyway. Yep. No, for sure. Sorry I got quiet, everybody. I'm watching the Jets game. All good. All good. But no, man, I... Solid, solid past two games for the Patriots. The defense yep. is still shaky and kind of terrifying. But, uh, that slant shit over the middle is still killing the, us, man. No, Good you know Lord. what's killing us is putting Devin McCourty on tight ends because Eric Ebron caught every fucking pass thrown to him. Yeah, but that kid was unbelievable, man. He had a night of his life. He wasn't really night. unbelievable. It was McCourty doesn't cover tight ends, but for some reason... They're having Pat Chung not cover tight ends, and that's what Chung's fucking good at is covering fucking tight ends. And it was that other one that they caught. What was his name? Swoops or Swoop? Uh, swoop. Swoop or Swoops or something like Swoop. S W O O P. Yeah, and he had only been activated that day. Yeah, that morning swoop-ay. he caught fucking what two touchdowns? Yeah, right over the swoop-ay. middle too, man. Yeah. Swoop. 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 Really classy. Yeah, really classy name. Dude. Really classy. But, all right. Well, I mean, do we do we have anything else to to bring up? I mean, I know it's, we're kind of just fucking take one, you idiot. You take that one too. I'll see you later. But I mean, do we have anything else to bring up? I mean, it was a short week. It's Sunday now. Patriots have ten days to prepare for the Chiefs. 
That's going to be a fucking rough one, I can tell. Yeah, that game there, I'm a little nervous about, man. At least we're home, but that doesn't really seem to matter because the Chiefs fucking kill us regardless. Well, they did cover last year, man, but that's a different year. This kid, man, that Mahomes kid, man. He's I'm actually, sick of fucking hearing about this Yeah, kid. I know, but until somebody can stop him, man. I want to see him get his fucking shit pushed in this week, man, against the fucking Jaguars. Yep. This is the only week I'm going to root for the Jaguars, man. I want to see them pick him so off like five Let's fucking go. times. Go strip Jags. sack him fucking twice. I'd love to so see Especially that since we have the Jacksonville defense going this week. <laughs> Did we take the Jets or the Jacksonville defense? Hopefully you took the Jets. Oh, I'm not sure who, which defense we took. I'm sure which defense we took. Well, we'll check it out after. But anyway, we have both the Jacksonville well, and the It seems like AJ defense. knows, and judging by his facial expressions, he doesn't seem stoked about it. Yeah. Not right yet. <sighs> Johnny, you got anything to add to the show, man? Uh, no, but the the, the game uh, last week on Thursday looked great. I mean, I watched it uh, until 10 o'clock halftime, and then we were looking really good. I was surprised when I woke up in the morning to see how many points the Colts got up on us, but we still whooped them. Yeah, that third quarter, quarter man. That, that third, third quarter, quarter killed fucking, us. Ugh. You want me up there? Oh. Yeah, that was the rough season. We don't have a time. we don't have a, a, a beer of the week either. But uh, Johnny, how's your uh, how's your? I am drinking a Farmers Fresh IPA from uh, Fort Hill Brewery here in East Hampton. How is it, Johnny? It's great. I really love it. Um, it depends on where you get it, though. I paid nine bucks for a six pack, but if you go over the mountain, wow. it's six dollars for a six pack. So just keep that in mind. Wow. You go up over the mountain and in Holyoke. Yeah, the first Tell gas station works. you come to. Yeah. Um, well, for three bucks, I'll stay in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, so you're know, wasting, like, you got a Hummer, so like even getting to the mountains three bucks. It's not bad, I guess. The, it's the mountain. Well, yeah, it's trying yeah. to get up. The yeah, exactly. So, like getting to the cabin I, is three dollars. <laughs> we're all drinking our regular beer, but Johnny brought something kind of different, so I figured. Hey, man, Johnny, let's if anything, every now and again, I'll man. say if, if anything, some also, also, sure. also, Johnny, I want to tell you this: uh, we're buying a Bongzilla for New Year's. I don't know if you want to come be a part of New Year's this year. Uh, it's a six-person beer bong that holds a twelve-pack. Okay. Cool. Oh, it's crazy. John, I saw it at this wedding when I went to the wedding in Wisconsin here. A couple weeks ago, they had one there, and I'd never seen it. And I took a picture and sent it to everybody Just, here. You know, get drilled, whatever. Supposedly, Justin said he'd seen it somewhere, but I'd never seen them, so I was kind of excited supposedly? About, I'd seen well, them in I, person with, they, with they, Dan at Spencer's at the mall. What is it, a giant have, funnel with, like, it's six It's a funnel that has six hoses. I'll show you all these, Johnny. So we need seven people. Someone's got to hold it. Well, no, 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 no it's on a stand. No, I'll oh, show, cool. I'll show it literally, you. Literally, it stands up by itself. You just pour oh, got, beer in, and then the all the nozzles have um, like a like a valve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just basically just fucking grip it and rip oh, it, and cool. just fucking yeah, get in there. Yeah, you just squeeze the, the knob on the end of the hose. Yeah, in, man, it holds a fucking twelve pack to it. So right. New Year's is going to be real, uh, interesting. Yeah, we're getting a little. We're getting real off topic here. So I guess while we're doing that, my nails aren't getting painted this year. I'm not falling asleep. There you go, Johnny. That's what it looks like. Oh, man, that's cool. That was at a wedding I went to in Wisconsin, man, with an open bar and stuff. And then there was fist fights and ah, everything else. It's Bongzilla. <laughs> <laughs> you come to wreck the city again. But, Thank all God. right, well, I guess that'll, uh, I mean, I guess that'll do it for us for today. I know it was kind of a shorter episode than we normally do, but, I mean, no but one we're took missing bodies and, and stuff. Yeah, and it was, you know, there's no offense, John, right. but, you know. And another late game coming up, well, a couple more, but. Like I said, man. Chicago Sams, Enfield, Connecticut. If you want to come hang out with me and Pat's cap, one of the smartest fucking Patriots fans I've ever met in my life, I will be there till halftime. He'll probably be there for the whole game, but I don't think he has to get up for 6 o'clock at work no. uh, the next day. So no. I will be leaving at halftime. But if you want to come hang out with us, Chicago Sams and Enfield, uh, Sunday night, uh, we'll be there. Fucking crunking and eating wings. It's going down. Crunking? Crunking. Crunking wings. Crunking wings, dude. 
pumpkin wings. Uh, all right, well, I guess I'll get to the referral sheet here. Uh, thank you to Big E's, as always. As always. Uh, good food, good beer, good prices. Well, good beer and good food. Um, well, we get good prices, so. Yeah, we get the best price. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Free 99. Um, if it's free, it's for me. But, uh, all right, so you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And for the third week in a row, I forgot to mention that this podcast is presented by Guy Boston Sports. And if you go to GuyBostonSports.com, you can also listen to our show, as well as a ton of other awesome podcasts like Socksphere and The Boss Talk and Hot Takes with Jess and Jess and Puck That. Check out the Puck That podcast because hockey season's underway. Uh, and so the Red Sox that. Are in the also, playoffs, yeah, so. I want to mention that. Uh, let's go, Red Sox. Fuck the Yankees. We're not a fucking Red Sox podcast, but fuck the Yankees forever. As always. We're all from fucking Massachusetts, so fuck the Yankees. Also, uh, Guy Boston Sports, uh, we have a shirt. Oh. Get some other. Oh, no, I'm getting there. Because oh, oh. actually, I didn't even tell you guys this, but we're getting there. Oh. So. Well, I'm shamelessly oh, plugging my shirt today, though, so. Surprise. Just, hold on. Surprise. Yeah. No, it is. I, I, Evan caught me off guard with this, but I'm, I'm a fucking... Pop, it? Yes, it's a finger... Shut the fuck up. Uh, you can follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, at Cheap Seat Pod. You can go to Facebook.com, look up you from the Cheap Seats. You will... We barely use the uh, the Facebook. Basically, I just post, like, once, maybe twice a week, uh, unless I see something worth sharing that I go, oh, shit, this would be good on the Facebook. Uh, and then you can also follow us on Instagram, at Cheap Seat Pod. Uh, Poolin is now in charge of the uh, Instagram. Yep. I logged. I, I fully logged out. I, I mean, I know the login information, but I I am in no longer using the Instagram. So anything you see posted from here on out is strictly in Poolin's hands. So just keep that in mind. If we use the N-word, Poolin's black so he can get away with it. Um, <laughs> yep. I'm just saying. I want people to know this. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Justin Cheap Seat, at AJ Cheap Seat, at PD Cheap Seat, and at Poolin Cheap Seat. Uh, I know we've had Dan on the past few weeks. He hasn't been here, but you can follow Dan at Dan underscore Cheap Seat. Um, and then, as we mention this every week, uh, we turned on listener support a couple months ago for the show. Uh, you can donate monthly to our podcast. Every dollar spent towards our podcast will just go back into the podcast towards better gear and stuff. Actually, AJ, we need to figure out uh, fucking Cyber Monday, how that's going down. For you and me getting the uh, the laptop. Oh, it's here. a it's a Cyber Monday deal. I'll I'll throw it on you know whatever. Yeah, just keep keep your eye on like the Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. Like shit, and then if we find something, and then like send it to me, and I'll send it to JP so he can let us know for mm -hmm. sure what we need. But it's literally uh, every dollar donated. You can donate either ninety nine cents a month, four ninety nine a month, or nine ninety nine a month. We're never gonna ask you guys to give us money. We'll never charge people to listen to the show ever at any point. It's a passion project. Is exactly. Not this isn't our job, unless somebody wants to pay us to do it. Then. Uh, Fine. Here, give us a contract. Give us um, a studio and we'll exactly. do it. Exactly. We don't even need a studio, man. Like I said, get the shit that we're getting. Clean out that fucking room upstairs. We, we're good to go, man. Get some soundproofing in there. We're going to have like a legit... Next next season, we're going to have a legitimate studio to do the show with. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be fucking sick. Um, but here's what I've been keeping under wraps. So, we have a shirt available for sale. Yep. Every shirt that you buy, we get a cut of. Sounds kind of shady, but every cut of a shirt we get, the money is strictly just going towards getting shit for the podcast. Right. So, 
You can buy our shirt at GuyBostonSports.com. You can also buy a multitude of awesome shirts. Shirt that I suggest this week, since he caught his first touchdown pass, is Flash our new Gordon. Flash Gordon shirt. It's a fantastic fucking shirt, and I can't wait to buy one. Having said that, Evan, the uh, the, 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 the big dick over at GuyBostonSports.com, messaged me on Twitter the other day. You can go into GuyBostonSports.com, use discount code VIEWS for 10% off your entire order on their website. Sweet. Nice. We have a discount code now. Sweet. Nice. All right. And it doesn't have to be our shirt. It can be any fucking shirt. We got hoodies. We got hats. We got shirts. And it's Celtics, Bruins, fucking Red Sox, Patriots. You fucking name it. We got it fucking covered. And if you use discount code VIEWS, bow, 10% off. Nice. I like it. 10% off. I mean, dude, it's, you know. That's 10%. Hey. Exactly. It's saving yourself some fucking money. money. And also, we get helped out by people who use that discount code. So if you use that discount code, not only do you save money, you help the show get fucking better. I also just bit the fuck out of my tongue right there. Ouchie. Ah, it fucking hurt, man. It sucks to be him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so use discount code VIEWS nice. uh, and save 10%. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, Evan. Yeah, thanks, Good man. luck, man. You're really helping us out here a lot, No, brother. for sure, we dude. It. It's, it's, you know, it's fucking, we're, we're kind of taking over the world here. But well, like I said, go listen to the other podcasts on GuyBostonSports.com. Go to the Guy Boston, what was it? I think it's at Guy Boston Radio. You can sh- check out all the fucking shows. That's our podcast network, yep. Twitter. So you can check out all the other shows we got going on. Because we got shows, I mean, we're the only like strictly Patriots show on the network, but we got shows That's kind of that, weird, man, considering what all the... Well, a lot of people talk about, a lot of the podcasts on our network talk Patriots, but not exclusively. Yeah, like, you got, like, yeah, like Justin, like, Hot Takes with Justin Jess, they talk Patriots. The Boss Talk, they talk Patriots. But you got like Mark who runs Socksphere. He's not talking Patriots. He's talking fucking Red Sox. Yeah. You got Puck that. They're talking Bruins. Bruins. They're not talking Patriots. Shit like that. But go listen to the shows. We have a show to cover every fucking like, team you could possibly think of in Boston. I don't think we have a Revs team, but who the fuck cares about soccer? Mm. And I like to think that most of them don't do the same Boston media bullshit that Boston media does. Yeah, come listen to us instead of 98.5 and WEI because we're better. Yeah. Exponentially we're... better. We are. Puck that's better. Socksphere is better. Hot Takes with Justin Jess is better. All of them are better. It's yeah, we're better than everybody. We don't try to come up with news. Everybody can fucking suck it, except for everything on Guy Boss's sports. Well, like but I said, everybody we don't can try to it. come up with fake news, man. We tell it. No, we're not we gonna just it. throw out some bullshit hot take and then like get berated for it. We're actual yep. fans of this team, and we're just a couple guys who like to get faded on the weekends and talk football. Yep, it's as simple as that. But yep. yeah, so go over to GuyBossonSports.com, get yourself some dope shit. I have a couple of their shirts. We all have. One of our own podcast shirts because we're gonna shamelessly promote our own shit. Why not? Yep. But uh, what'd you lose? Nothing. You're good. You don't seem good. I'm not good right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. But all right. Well, guys, we'll talk to you. Uh, I, I'll probably just come here next Sunday and we can preview the Chiefs game. I guess. Okay. Because okay. I'm definitely not coming here Sunday night. Yeah. Um, uh, the way it looks right now, I'm gonna be very upset next week, so it'll be fine. Oh, it's very early, but uh. But, yeah, so that's it for me, guys. And like I said, if you want to come hang out with me and at Pat's Cat, we'll be at Chicago Sam's in Enfield, Connecticut on a Sunday night. How will they know to find you? What do you mean, how will they know to find me? Go to Chicago Sam's in Enfield, Connecticut. Off of that, exit 48. What are you going to be wearing? I'm assuming my jersey, and I'll be the only guy in the bar who's being asked to leave before halftime because I'm throwing shit. Okay, so you know, then you know where to find Justin. Yeah, you'll know the guy. Yeah. Look, know for, look for the cop car outside. I'll be sitting in the back. <laughs> 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 but all right well that's it that's for me pops you got anything before we're out of here nope
just uh, two good games in a row here. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah, the Chiefs game is. Yeah, let's roll this into Chiefs going to be a, definitely a high water mark oh, it's gonna for be a us test here. So it's going to be a huge. It test. is. It's going to be a high water mark. But we'll talk to you all next week. AJ, I'm all set. John, cool. All right, guys. Talk to you next week.